Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Ask the Expert North Texas podcast. It's Monday, May 16th. Big announcement from the president signs an order to send in hundreds of troops to Somalia to stop the rebel group Al-Shabaab. On today's Ask the Expert, we're joined by CBS News military analyst Jeff McCausland. Jeff, thank you so much for the time. Great to be with you. Why did, uh, why did the troops ever leave Somalia in the first place? It was in December 2020. That's exactly right. It was unusual. President Trump, early in his administration, actually had sent more troops to, to uh, Somalia because of the threat posed by Al-Shabaab in the region. And the level had reached about 750. But then shortly before his departure in December of 2020, after firing then since Secretary Esper, the president suddenly announced that he was pulling all U.S. forces out of Afghanistan, or out of uh, Somalia, I'm sorry, and repositioning them there elsewhere in Africa so they could rotate in and out of, of country in that effort to train Somali forces to fight al-Shabaab. Now, of course, the Pentagon, AFRICOM, uh, General Steve Townsend, our commander for African Command, has actually testified before Congress that over time we found that particular rotation in and out to be ineffective, uh, inefficient, and actually he thought putting our soldiers at greater risk because they didn't have the experience base, they had to pack and unpack equipment all the time, and then better just to reposition them back in Somalia as they had before. And so following that analysis by the Pentagon, President Biden now has decided to return a couple hundred uh, special operations forces to Somalia for that training mission. So it's it's we're training their forces and, and uh, I guess in return also getting our our troops a little bit of training as well. What's the benefit here? I think the benefit is, is several full crystal. On the one hand, of course, you're, you're right, training their troops and therefore getting the, the benefit of being involved with them, understanding their them pretty well, understanding the, the mission, understanding al-Shabaab and what a threat al-Shabaab poses uh, throughout the area. Hopefully dampening down al-Shabaab as a threat. There's also a large contingent of several thousand organizations of African unity uh, forces uh, in uh, Somalia that have been there for a number of years trying to suppress al-Shabaab. So there's an intelligence gathering aspect to this as well. Uh, so I think there's a learning aspect, an intelligence aspect. And also don't forget al-Shabaab is in allegiance with al-Qaeda, which is a worldwide, uh, obviously, terrorist network. So there, our ability to blunt their efforts, I think, is in the long term benefit of U.S. national security. Al-Shabaab has been in that area forever, it seems. What is right. the biggest threat that Al-Shabaab uh, poses well, for Africa, let alone us? Yeah. Al-Shabaab means the youth, by the way, in Africa, and somewhere around six to 10,000 fighters, as best we can take. Uh, their goal would be to take over Somalia and establish an Islamic state uh, based on Wahhabism, a very extreme brand of, of Islam. And if they did so, then this could become really an attraction point and a base for broader terrorist terrorist groups by more radical Islamic groups for the entire region. Al-Shabaab at times, of course, has been involved in not only trying to take down the Somali government and attacking cities uh, in Somalia, but also in piracy off the coast there of Somalia, which is a major trafficking point for international trade. And to the point, the United States, in addition to training 
uh, Somali Special Operations Forces in that fight. We've conducted a number, even back as close as February, uh, airstrikes in Somalia against Al Shabaab targets. And and how much of a price tag does this have uh, sending our troops back? A little, a little unclear, Kristen. I think overall we may find it to be a wash uh, because we're not sending more troops to Africa. We're just repositioning forces which are within Africa. So when President Trump pulled those forces out, they went to Kenya and they went to Djibouti. And then we were rotating them in and out of Somalia uh, on a regular basis trying to accomplish the same training mission. So now all that movement, packing, unpacking, moving in, moving out, will be ended and we'll just position those forces back in. So it's not an additional commitment of U.S. forces on the ground, mm -hmm. just a repositioning forces. So I think the uh, increased cost, if there is any, will be rather nominal. That is CBS News military analyst Jeff McCausland. Thank you so much for taking the time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.